0: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: A's Cast, streaming on iHeartRadio and broadcasting locally on Bloomberg 960, KNEW Oakland and KOSF 103.7 FM, HD2 San Francisco. 0-2,
2: curveball, swing, and a miss, and the A's survive in Kansas City. A Saturday afternoon marathon of nearly four hours, and the A's prevail. It's now time for the A's Clubhouse Show.
0: And the number is 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. Chris Townsend and Ken Korak with you from the Big A in Anaheim. And um, I don't know, Ken, how do you want to tackle it? How do you want to get out? I I
3: thought it was your kind of a game tonight.
0: You you know what it is? Tons of relievers, three hours and 24 minutes. This is exactly exactly how I draw
3: it up. It was a, a, I mentioned that on the broadcast. It was a Townsend (laughs) kind of a game. No, you know, I mean, listen, the pitch clock's coming in tomorrow and Bobby Crosby is with the ball club right now and manage the club in double A at Midland and everybody who's been down in the minor league says that the pitch clock has made a, a huge difference it doesn't impact the integrity of the game Chris and so I'm all for it and it'll be here uh, you know before you know it beginning next year
0: can you I mean you've got a lot of pull in this organization can you can you make it happen tomorrow
3: well, we kind of broached that subject, Mr. Catronio and I, and there are plenty of clocks here at the big A, so I don't know, man. It's just it's one of those things, but um, you know, that's it's you have a promising start to the game like last night when the A's scored three runs early, Chris, in the second, and they didn't score the rest of the way. Yeah. They scored their only run in the first tonight where you're thinking, well, they could get something going offensively and it just hasn't happened and uh, Adrian Martinez he's shown some flashes I think enough to think that you can't give up on the kid Chris yeah but uh, it's been a you know it's been a wildly inconsistent year for Adrian but he's only a rookie we have to remember that
0: yeah he's going to be in contention when I say that this this ball club's going to need at least 10 starting pitchers next year there's no question about it if not more and you're going to need a stable of guys. He's going to be in that stable and hopefully he can learn and come the offseason into spring training can be more competitive, but he has, he's going to have an opportunity. I thought in this game, real telling in the seventh inning in the top of the seventh, where you think you might have a little bit of a puncher's chance and you go back to back pinch hitters with Pinder and Bride, and they both strike out. You send two guys up there to try and give you that punch, to try and get you back into this game, and it's punch out, punch out. And it's just, you know, I'm just hoping at some point that there's gonna be more of an emphasis on just making contact. Because we talked to David Force today, earlier today, on the David Force Show on A's Cast Live, and said, look at Seth Brown. Look at Seth Brown's month of September. Why have his numbers gotten so much better. Yeah he's hit home runs but he's made a lot of quality contact. He's got a lot of hits and he's he's hitting almost 300 this month and it's completely changed his numbers.
3: And that's what pinch hitters do. The A's best pinch hitter is V. Mile Machine and V. Mile Machine is the guy who puts the ball in play. He it gives you a really tough at bat. He fouls pitches off. He's tough to strike out. And if you look at what Machine has done, it's not a, a large body of work, Chris, but he's four for nine as a pinch hitter this year. And the A's as a team overall in 2022 are batting 188 uh, collectively as pinch hitters. And so you're right. I mean, good things happen. It's such an old cliche. But, yeah, you put the ball into play and you got a chance to, to make something happen for sure. And the A's struck out 11 times tonight. And. You know, that's an area they, they really have to work on to try to cut down next year, as you know.
0: Yeah, and then tomorrow you got Cole Irvin pitching back home on a field that he used to groom himself. And aren't they going with Shoei Otani tomorrow?
3: Yeah, Otani's going to go tomorrow. And in search of his 15th win, he would be slated to pitch against the A's next week, likely on Wednesday. But who knows? I mean, the A's are going to try to. Uh, prevent Otani from getting his 15th win Chris I kind of have the feeling that if he were to win tomorrow and get number 15 maybe the Halos will say well job well done and there's no need to make the last start of the year so we'll just have to see how that plays out but no it's an excellent pitching matchup tomorrow.
0: Well let's end on this Uh, some fun names down the stretch the guys that went for the Mariners. Against the Athletics and then the guys for the Mets. I mean, you're talking Bassett, DeGrom, Scherzer. Now you're going to get Otani. Uh, we're, we're not getting cheapened here on the way out of the season and starting no. pitching against the Athletics.
3: No, you got Castillo and Robbie Ray and Kirby with Seattle last week. And then you got Bassett and DeGrom and Scherzer, like you said. And now get Otani today. And I thought Lorenzen threw the ball well for the Halos tonight, too. and. They're going to see the Mariners big guns over the weekend, too, because with the Mariners winning and with the Rays and the Blue Jays losing, Seattle still has a shot not only to, to clinch the wild card, which they could do on Friday against the A's, but also wind up kind of backdooring their way into the top seed for the wild card, which, of course, would yield them uh, home field. So you're right. There's a lot, there's a lot still going on around uh, both leagues with the wild cards.
0: And we will see you tomorrow 638 not 640 a 638 start time.
3: You could have gone on today at 539 because the first pitch was 639 here tonight Chris. So you could have rested your voice for another minute.
0: And I need every minute I can get.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Hey man it's good to talk with you. It's been a while.
0: Well, it's always great to hear you on the program. You're the voice of this team, and it's great to have you back. We will talk to you tomorrow, my friend. Okay, buddy. The great Ken Korak from the Big A. The number is 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. Yeah, I just, I can't not look at it on my score in my scorebook. I just can't. It's just staring at me. These two strikeouts, top of the seventh inning. And it's just like, it kind of just, like this is what this season is. I mean, there's some good stuff in this. I mean, I I don't know about you guys, but I'm really starting to like Connor Capel. He does not look overmatched. Competitive at bat. Slapped one into left field today. I like that. Uh, Dermese came in and got a base hit like that a lot Jordan Diaz with another hit a double like to see that I mean my God I mean seriously the fact that we were even I don't you know what I can't even say that the fact that he wasn't even brought up earlier. I mean Jordan Diaz has done nothing but hit this year. It doesn't matter at what level it doesn't matter who's pitching. he just hits. That's why it's like, get the guy up here. All he does is hit. You're desperate for hitters. He hits. Let's see it. What's the worst that could happen? Well, he gets up there in big league pitching and blah, 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 blah. My God. You know, what? The, if you guys want to go back, I I wonder if we can still find I don't even know if you can find it at athletics.com slash A's cast but did an interview with one of the great managers of all time, Jim Leland. And Jim, smoking Jim, comes on the program a couple times a year. Friend of the program. We love Jim Leland. Should be in the Hall of Fame. And I asked about Pache, about what do you think about sending a young guy down? Because, you know, I was talking real early going, this isn't working. It wasn't hard to see that Pache was completely overmatched. He he can't play every day. And if he can't play every day, he needs to be sent down where he can play every day. And Jim Leland basically said, I've seen so many players sent down, and I'm not worried about whether they're so fragile that this will affect their careers forever that they'll come back and be ready to rock if they're good, if they're legit. If they're a legit big league player, you send them down, let them get their groove back, then bring them back up. Sending guys down, bringing guys up. I don't know where we got to a point where we're so fragile with, oh, my God, you bring the guy up, and if he comes up to the big league level, what happens if he struggles? okay, he's 22 years old. He'll start next season in AAA. He's just 22, but bring Diaz up. Let's see it. I mean, my God, if you're going to allow Pache to struggle for four months, what's, what's, what's the problem with bringing Diaz up for a cup of coffee? That's right, a cup of coffee. Let's get these guys some cups of coffee, and let's see what they got. And what's he doing? Diaz hits. It's nice to see. And then there's other guys who just flat out don't it. But that, this is one thing that they got to find. And, you know, it's a conversation that's going to be going now, uh, going on, I should say, for probably all the way through the, I would say, middle of next year in the season, like, if Tyler Soderstrom's hitting, I don't want him in A. Now, if it's about starting the free agent, that's not I, – I, I can't control – I can't control contracts. I can't control free agency. I don't control anything. I get paid to talk about baseball. I technically don't get paid to talk about negotiations, contracts, when a guy's a free agent, when he's not. I, I, I'm I here to cover the team and what happens in between the lines. And if Soderstrom goes down to spring training next year and he swings it and he doesn't make the team and then he goes to A and continues to swing it, it's going to be like, hey, man, he should be here. I don't care what his age is. I mean, they – Hoppy. Oh, excuse me, Ohapi, the guy they got, their number one prospect, the Angels, they brought him up today. He's 22. Soto, another top prospect of theirs at shortstop, he's 22. This whole worried about guys' ages is, like, ridiculous. There's young guys coming up. I mean, can you imagine? the the? And we know the Mariners were doing it. A team president mentioned it at a banquet and ended up getting fired. Because they're talking, about, oh yeah, we got to manipulate guys' contracts. Well, they realize they couldn't do with that with Julio Rodriguez. I mean, if you got young guys that can play, you get them up. Let's go. Let them compete. What good does a young player do for you in the minor leagues? And what we're finding out is that time you're running out of time. Just look around what's happened in baseball so far this year. Everybody wants to buy themselves time. Coming up next, I'm going to explain. The number is 833 625 2278. That's 833 625 2278. Guys in baseball want to look at time like it was an hourglass. Like sands through the hourglass, so is the days of our lives by the way for you young kids look it up that's a soap opera reference but really right now it's not saying through the hourglass you're on a you're on a stopwatch now time has sped up so much i like it and i'll explain next right here on the A's clubhouse show
2: Hey, A's fans.
3: Now the pitch and ready and the 2-2. Here it is. And Capel line drive base hit to left. That'll score Kemp. Brown to third. They're going to hold him there. Modiak plays it back. It's cut off by the third baseman, Duffy, and Capel comes through once again for the A's. With a line drive base hit to left, and the A's lead one-nothing in the
2: first. This is A's Clubhouse.
0: Did Ken Korak just say the A's led 1-0 in the first. Yeah, and then that was it. Capel the base hit to left, brought in Tony Kemp, and then, you know, probably the toughest thing is, and not to harp on it, I mean, cause hopefully this is dying in front of us. A four to one game. A four to one game means not a whole lot of action, right? A's at five hits. Angels had seven. Two of them are home runs. Not a whole lot of long. There shouldn't have been a whole lot of long innings. This game was three hours and 24 minutes. I mean, seriously, three hours and 24 minutes for a 4 1 game? That's awful. It really, really, really is awful. And if you got a chance to listen to A's Cast Live today, and if you didn't, you can check it out on our YouTube page, the A's YouTube page. You can watch it or download it, athletics.com slash A's Cast. I had Coach Ballgame on. Who's Coach Ballgame? Well, he's a guy that's working for Major League Baseball, and he has his own business that promotes youth baseball. Does a lot of sandlot baseball It's about getting kids into the game of baseball. And they make it fun. They got drums. They got all these things. Music gets involved. They make baseball fun for kids. Let me ask you. Is a 4-1 ball game at 3 hours and 24 minutes fun? Is anybody having fun? No. I would love to actually... Like, have a room off of the clubhouse and have each individual player come in and have them not know what I'm going to ask them and just have a seat and they come in and Tony Kemp and Vimal Machine and Sean Murphy and Seth Brown, have them come in one by one and do the same thing with the Angels players. Renifo, Trout, Otani, Ward, and ask each one of them. Do you know how long today's game was? Take a guess. Because they don't know. You may think they know. They have no clue. I've been telling you. They've been there all day long. Time, you know how they say pets don't know time? Like dogs don't know time. Your dog doesn't know whether you've been gone an hour or eight hours. They have no sense of time. That that's basically what baseball players are. They don't know. Because they've been there since some guys get there so early, it's ridiculous. Yeah, some guys get one o'clock. Like, what are you doing there at one o'clock? Games at six thirty eight. What the I mean get a life. Go do something. Read a book. Take you're in Anaheim. You're in Southern California. Take a walk on the beach. Do some yoga. I don't know. Do something except hang around the clubhouse just so you can get a free lunch. But I bet if you asked each one of them, hey, um, how long was this game? I guarantee not one guy would even come close. "Uh, I don't know. We play around three hours every night, so I guess three hours. (laughs) That'd probably be their guess. They don't know. They're so used to just hanging out all day long, so time doesn't matter. Like, they... They, like, know that there's not a lot of people in the crowd. But uh, it's just, you know, I, I'm, 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 I'm focused on me, which they're professional athletes, and that's the case. But it's like they don't even understand, like, you guys lag. Oh, my God. Do you realize how slow you play? The pace at which you play is awful. That was so great about David Forrest, our GM, when he went in, earlier this year. And Not that long ago, where he went to Lansing and he went to Midland and came back and said, man, it's tough to watch our games after watching minor league games. Think about that. That's a general manager who's been in this business forever. Shooty Babbitt, our super scout, who's been doing this forever going, it's refreshing going to a minor league game because it's action. It's moving. It's pace. It's a game. It's fun. Here, it's three hours and 24 minutes. There's only five runs scored, and a couple of them were home runs. A home run, guy hits a home run, guy runs around the bases, that's like 15 seconds. So these two home runs took literally 30 seconds. What happened the rest of the three hours, 23 minutes, and 30 seconds? <laughs> what was going on? Please help me. But, yeah, I mean, that's something that hopefully is going to get cleaned up. But on on the thing with time, you notice Phil Nevins managing the Angels, right? You know that the Rangers not only fired their manager, fired their president of baseball operations. You start to look around. Don Mattingly now is not coming back in Miami. And starting next Thursday, maybe even after the games Wednesday. Remember, on Wednesday and next week, a week from now, we all start at the same time. It'll be one o'clock West Coast time. Cool thing baseball did. You know, if you're coming down to it, and you got stuff that still is undecided, which may be, we have no idea what is going to happen this weekend with Hurricane Ian and how it's going to affect up in Georgia. For the Braves and Mets. And our thoughts and prayers go out to everybody in Florida. Natural disasters are, are scary. And hurricanes are so scary. But I don't know what kind of rain and what's going to happen with that series and who knows. But everybody's going to start next Wednesday at 1 o'clock. And then once that's done, we, you know that's when you start hearing about people getting fired. I, I'm not rooting for people to get fired, but there needs to be some more urgency in our game. There really does. This this, 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 this whole game plan of it's going to take years. Like, who's got years? We're only on this planet for so long, each one of us. Who wants to take four years before you see something worth a damn? Right? Like, who's got a job like that? Do any of you out there... Have a job? Maybe I need to talk about this on Acecast Live tomorrow. Do any of you have a job where you go in and you go, all right, whoever your CEO or boss or whoever is, say, you know what? We're going to suck for four years. My productivity is going to be awful. The reports, the money, the whatever you do for your work is just not going to be good for four years. But five years from now, that fifth year, it'll all turn around. You'll see. You just have to trust that in these four years, which are going to stink, we're going to be terrible here around the office. That we are doing stuff behind the scenes that our fan base is not going to see. No one's going to see. You're not going to see it. You're not going to know. You're just going to – we're going to tell you, and hopefully the people that cover our team will get that message out there because they don't have A's cast, right? All these teams, the other 29 teams, they rely on other people to get out their message. So they need the writers. They need the cable TV. They need terrestrial radio to hopefully – and by the way – Bad teams and towns at this time of the year, their sports radio is gone. They're off to football season. They'll air your games as soon as the game's over, talk football. So that that's one of those deals where um, I don't know how you sell that. I really I really don't know how you sell that. But it's starting to look like baseball's really catching on. You know, before, guys would sell these long, and I mean absolutely long, we're going to be in the dumpster fire, but when we come out, they would sell this plan about we're going to tear it down to the studs. And then when you had someone like Houston do it, and it worked, but there's a lot more to it than tearing it down that worked for Houston. We've talked about that. But that's what they sold. And some owners were dumb, and... It took a while then to realize, wow, this isn't working, you're fired. But now I don't think the patient's there anymore. And old baseball people, well, you know, this guy needs 1,500 at-bats. And it, No. I need to draft guys. I need to find guys. I need international signings. I need draft picks. I need free agents. I need people to come and show up here and win. I don't have years. We don't have that kind of time. And hopefully that's starting to get preached because I'm tired. Ty- I mean, our, as a baseball fan, who wants to hear that? That's where half of your league stinks. You can't have half the league trying and the other half not. It's not healthy for the game. You need to compete to win. You got to bring players who can compete. This is the entertainment business. Nobody on Broadway says, hey, we have this show that's horrible, but in five years, you're going to love to see it. That's not how the entertainment business works. All right, the number is 833-625-2278. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. A's fans, there is no better way to stay in touch with the A's and even our players than following us on social media. Just head over to athletics.com/social, that's athletics.com/social for a full list of our social coverage, from player accounts to Twitter handles and more. Now is the time to stay in touch. Head over to athletics.com/social, that's athletics.com/social today.
2: Pulls the hands high, as always. Here's the 2-1. He swings and slams at the center. Back on it is Brown. And this game is tied. The flight of the baseball matched the sound of the bat. And it's a 1-1 game. 38 home run for Mike Trout. And his 40th in
0: his career against the Athletics.
2: You're listening to the
0: A's Clubhouse Show. He's only 68 behind Babe Ruth now. And you're like, what, what, what? sounds am talking about? Yeah, Babe Ruth is the all-time leader in home runs against the Athletics. Nobody's close. Nobody. And no one's going to touch him. And you can say, well, that was a different time and they played against each other uh, way more. Okay. No one's taking the Bambino down. The Bambino own the Philadelphia Athletics. But Mike Trout will someday have the all time record. What's he now? Seven away, six away, the all time record against the A's? Yeah, and he's only 31. 40 dingers against the A's, and he's only 31. Pretty amazing. 102 RBIs against the A's. He's only 31. His year. He's missed 42 games. I mean, everybody's so hell-bent on talking about the, well, who's the best? If you just want to go what someone's done in the amount of games, my God, guys hit 38 home runs and he's missed 42 games. I mean, depending on how how hot he gets, he may hit as many home runs as he has missed games. Has that ever been done for someone's missed 40 or more home runs? Has anybody in the history of the game, and I'm not going to look this up, if any of you have time, Because I don't. I do, but I'm just too lazy. Does anybody have time to look up? Has there ever been somebody in the history of baseball that's missed 40 or more games in a season and then either hit as many or more games than they missed? Think about that. I mean, could Trout go deep tomorrow? Sure, that's 39. He's got... Two more series left. He's got the weekend and Monday through Wednesday against the A's again. Could Trout end up with 42 or 43 home runs and he missed 42 games in a season? As much as we want to talk the greatness of Judge and the greatness of Otani, that's incredible. Now, you're never going to give a guy MVP for that, but that that's incredible, right? Hit as many home runs as you have missed games and you missed over 40 games, I I would bet, could be wrong, but I would bet that's never been done. Oh, by the way, I got one for Otani. And my analogy is this. You remember when you got that super incredible Christmas gift? Like it was like the coolest coolest gift you've ever gotten before and you just loved it. Everybody remembers that, right? Christmas morning, just just close your eyes. If you're driving, do not close your eyes. But just close your eyes and imagine when you're a kid that Christmas gift that you remember was like the greatest thing ever. Well, the next Christmas, you still had that gift, but it's now a year old. So there was new gifts. And even though you still like that one you got last Christmas, it isn't the most special thing ever. That's Otani for me now. Sorry. When anyone says, we've never seen this before. Yeah, I saw it last year. This is the second year I'm seeing it. And and next year when he does this again, it'll be, well, this is the third year I've seen it. It's not new anymore. It's a really cool bike, but I've ridden this bike for three years. It's kind of wearing off. But it's, it's it's yes, it's once in a lifetime maybe. I don't know. Maybe, maybe there's going to be a new generation of Otanis. I don't know. It's incredible. But I can tell you. I'm not mesmerized by it anymore because I've now seen it. The one thing that I want people to think about is that when you look at Shohei Ohtani, and something that I'm really going to focus on this offseason, goes against the grain, but that's my nature, is how many innings does Shohei Ohtani simply do nothing? I never hear anybody talk about that. How many innings does he sit on the bench, chew sunflower seeds, and drink Gatorade? You know what the answer is? Hundreds. See, when you're a DH and that's all you do, and you get four at-bats on average, you you participate in one half inning. If you participate... One half inning, four times. That's two innings. It's a nine inning game. That means seven innings. You didn't do anything else. You just sat there.
3: Another guy just mailing it in.
0: This is what people have said. You know, this is why people have not put DHs in the Hall of Fame. This is why they don't want him to be MVPs. He simply, it's funny, he's at the two positions that everybody in our sport has argued against being MVP. We've had all of these people argue against pitchers shouldn't be MVPs. And we've had all these people argue there is no way a DH should ever be an MVP because they don't play defense. He actually plays the two positions Baseball, I mean, even metrics people have debated against it. Like, everybody's kind of been uniform about starting pitchers shouldn't be MVPs. Okay, that takes out one thing he does. And then the other, DH. So think about that. In four games, in four games, right, if, if he, play, he pitches every five days. Well, he doesn't even pitch every five days. But if he did pitches every five days. The days he doesn't pitch, that's four games. He only participates in what? Two innings a night. Well, that means 28 innings. Those other 28 innings for those four games, he's doing nothing. Maybe riding an exercise bike. Maybe hitting in a cage. Maybe. But but look at his numbers. I get it. But there's hundred. You start adding that up week after week after week after week you start to realize there's hundreds of innings he doesn't play. No one thinks about that. It's like efficiency. It's like you going to work, you're super productive, but you only work like 15% of the time out of a possible 100%. Like we don't think of it that way. We just watch We just watch Sports Center. We just watch MLB Network. We see highlights, and you see Otani at a home run or – you know, like tonight, he went one for four, sweet, but he didn't do anything for seven innings. And really one for four, he got one hit, scored a run. So that one half inning, which was in the in the fourth inning, Otani singled, uh singled, got to second base on the fielder's choice by Ward, and then scored on the base hit. So one half inning, Otani did something tonight. The rest of the time, which is now eight innings, what do you do? I mean, that's a harsh way to look at it. And I think once again, I never want to throw him under the bus. What he's doing is is incredible. It is absolutely but you need we need to start putting things into like true perspective. We've allowed people just to railroad us, oh, Jacob deGrom's the greatest thing ever. I've been doing a deep dive on his numbers. Wow. You want to talk about a guy who doesn't give you a whole lot as much as you think. Same thing with Otani. Otani basically helped the Angels tonight in one half inning. The rest of the time, you got nothing. You got a guy sitting on the bench. And then the other three times he hit, you got nothing. You got a ground out, a pop out, and a strikeout. Now, Trout who hit a home run, okay, well, that's just one at-bat. What are you doing the other one? Yeah, but he still goes out and plays defense. He still goes out and does stuff where he can help. That's the thing about guys who play, and especially guys who play a lot of games, they help you in a lot of different ways. They contribute to the wins by playing and playing defense and doing things. You know, that's the thing about Otani. Once again, he plays the two positions we have said. When people say, oh, my God, he won the MVP last year. He should win it again this year. And it's funny. It's like, does everybody not remember that we've said DHs shouldn't be MVPs and pitchers shouldn't be MVPs? Now, I understand the argument. Oh, my God, this is something that's incredible. I get it. I like to bring up things that other people aren't. There's a lot of chalk in our business. There's a lot of people who say the same things. I could sit here and give you the same cliches. Look at the back of the baseball card. But that's not what we do. Coming up next, you'll hear from the skipper. A's with the loss to the Angels, 4-1. to one. Mark Kotze next, right here on the A's Clubhouse Show.
4: Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help.
2: Like sports, business is about winning. Championship decisions are business decisions based on what it takes to help your company win. And that's why there's UBO Business Services, specializing in helping you win every day by streamlining workflows, managing documents, and providing the best in class office technology. Make your championship decision with UBO Business Services. Visit them at UBEO.com. That's UBEO.com. It's a deep drive to left.
3: Ruff is going back at the track, turning around at the wall. He'll turn and watch
2: it fly.
4: You're listening to A's Cast.
2: It's hit high and deep to right. Back is Meadows to the track. In the shadows, looks up and it is gone. A majestic drive from Seth Brown with two outs against Michael Fulmer, and the A's are back ahead, five to three. This is the A's clubhouse show.
3: 0-2 pitch, lefty on lefty. Steed froze and it's waved it again. A breaking ball away. Great job of Houdiniak. By Kirby Steed coming out of the bullpen. He inherits a bases loaded situation and he strikes out the next three batters. After a six, Angels three, A's one.
0: And here is Mark Kotze after the four to one loss.
5: Um,
6: you know, I think just in the fourth, uh, you know, they, they had some good at bats, obviously. Um, You know, I think overall Adrian's night was, was positive. Um, you know, this, this lineup's a tough lineup and, uh, you know, he came out attacking. Um, and you know, I think he did his job. He gave us an opportunity to win and, uh, you know, big out by Selman coming in there and getting Otani.
5: Yeah, and the uh, pitches to Trout and Nutani in the fourth that uh, they got the hits on, uh, that they didn't seem like they were poorly located. It was just good hitters, you know, getting good pitches.
6: Yeah, I mean, those two guys are elite. They're uh, the best in the business, and that's why they're in the middle of the lineup. And, um, you know, I think uh, overall, like I said, I think Adrian managed this lineup really well and uh, gave us a chance to win. We kept the game uh, within two, and uh, you just couldn't get anything going offensively. Is that part of the learning process? I mean, second time through with a guy, like you mentioned, Trout, Otani, pretty elite guys that, that you know, when you're, you're learning this league that you got to kind of kind of buck up against these guys that really know how to handle a bat? Yeah, they do. They make adjustments. Um, you know, they, they uh, you know, take their at-bats. And, you know, you talk about, you know, elite players. They, they make adjustments pitch to pitch and and definitely at-bat to at-bat. Um, you know, so uh, Adrian came back against Trout and, and got him that third at-bat. Which which shows that maturity shows that progress and uh, you know in terms of Otani uh, with that matchup left on left I I really like that matchup and wanted to keep the game at two. You had a quick start like uh, similar to last night where you got some runs early you had some base runners in the first and you didn't get but one run and then what did you see after that? Yeah you know I think Lorenzen he had really good life on his fastball tonight Um, and we came out like you talked about aggressive got a run in the first. Um, you know, I think overall, uh, you took your cap to, to the performance he had. Uh, I think he had eight strikeouts. Um, you know, the changeup looked really, really good tonight. He got a couple left-handed guys um, out front, and uh, overall, he, he he gave them five innings, and, and they both ended their job.
5: Um, for Snee coming in in uh, the situation he did, just how impressive was
6: that performance? Yeah, it was great. It was great for Kirby. Um, you know, Kirby uh, has been. Uh, maturing all year as a left-handed reliever, and, and to bring him in, in that big moment and watch him have that success, uh, really encouraging. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I guess so.
0: Not easy. Let's go to Robert in Portland. Robert, you are on the A's Clubhouse show.
5: Well, Tony, uh, I hear you about... Otani I I understand what you're saying but imagine if the A's had him what would their season ticket sales have been even though they weren't going to be great a great team just say just say they had everybody they have now but they had Otani just think what he would do for the season tickets it would be amazing I mean the guys got a 2.47 run average He's pitched 153 innings. He struck out 203 guys, um, and then he's hitting over 30 homers. I mean, you already know what he's doing, and you've already yeah. referenced how great great it is.
0: But did you hear? By the, the way, that that Robert, did you hear my conversation with Mark Langston from the Angels today? Oh yeah. I mean, the the I, amount of money this guy generates for the Angels. That's why. That's why it was like. When they floated the trial balloon, which I don't even know why they went. Like, first of all, you have to be just an idiot to, 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 to float that trial balloon from a PR standpoint that, oh, we may be willing to trade Otani. The amount of money that they make off Shohei Otani off of companies in Japan, we don't know, but it's north of $30 million. And then you had Mark Langston talking about that one family who showed up for uh, they bought almost $20,000 one day, and the next day it was like $14,000 that they paid for in Otani memorabilia. This guy generates millions of dollars for them. It's like if you're going to trade him, whatever haul you get back, I don't care how good the players are, nobody's going to replace the amount of money. I mean, at least now in his prime, no one's going to replace the amount of money he generates for an organization.
5: Well, just – but I was only making a point. I understand your whole point about DH not playing. They don't want him out there playing in the the outfield. They don't want him to get him injured. And I understand the whole thing. And, you know, you're right. I think he'd prefer, prefer going out in the outfield and playing. Yeah, uh, on an everyday basis, you know, at least maybe not the day before he pitched, started a game. But the point is, that the value of such a player is is incredible. I mean, it, it, I know he doesn't, he isn't really an MVP in my mind because he's, uh, like you said, I mean, he judges having a special year. I think he deserves it. Uh, even though the Yankees are loaded with other guys, uh, if they go on to win the World Series because of Judge, God knows how much he's going to get in the offseason, whoever signs him. Um, but I, I just think what Otani's doing, in my opinion, I've been watching these games since too long. I just think he's there's no one like him. There's never been anybody like him, ever, in, 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 in you know, the major leagues. It's you know, other than Babe Ruth, but he pitched early in his career and then he when he started playing every day, he stopped pitching.
0: You know what? Um, I, I, guy... I, I I'm not I'm not gonna debate you on that. We've said it, but okay. Now that we've seen it, that's kinda my point. Like, I get it. He makes them a lot of money. He does some incredible things. We've seen it. I wanna keep seeing it. But there can be a thing where we're overselling a DH a little bit.
5: Well, yeah, but I I would rather see him with my team. Like if I was an Angel fan and I'm not, I'd rather, you know, have him aboard to see the few times I see him hit on the days he doesn't pitch. And I definitely want to see him the day he's starting versus if he was gone and I had just regular a regular guy playing and maybe a, a pretty good pitcher pitching in his starting slot, I'd still rather have him on my team, even though, as you say, about the third, fourth, fifth year, it's, it's commonplace.
0: Well, no, the problem is the third, fourth the year, he's not going to – right now, what you're getting, you're getting his best right now because – and hopefully – I, I mean, I – I hope he plays long enough that he can have whatever whatever we look at long term for Hall of Fame because it's going to change because it's just going to be less volume than the guys from years ago. I hope that someday Shohei Ohtani does it. I'm not a voter, so it doesn't matter what I think. I just hope that someday he does enough for the voters to get into the Baseball Hall of Fame. But enjoy what he's doing now because, as we all know, as you get older, you're not going to see this long term
5: I think he's going to still be playing after he slows down as a pitcher i think I think he's uh he's a natural hitter I think he and I, you know I think at that point he may not be a reliever he may not be a starter let's say four uh, six years from now but he'll still just the fact that luxury boxes will be uh you know whatever team owns owns him at that point. They'll have luxury boxes, just like when Seattle had, you know, what's-his-face, all those years. Japanese, the Nintendo, all those guys, in Japan, they flew over. I mean, they had junkets flying in to see, um, you know, when I can't even think of his name right now. You know, was the Seattle Mariners.
0: Yeah, you're talking about Ichiro. Yeah, I mean, well, it, it works for a while. Because even tonight, you've looked in the last two nights – and you see there's not a whole – they they announced 23,000, but there was no way they had 23,000 tonight.
5: Oh, I know, but those seasons – those tic, those seats were sold early on before Artie Moreno, right after Artie Moreno committed to him. They sold tons and tons of season tickets. Yeah, but and Robert, Robert, I Robert, Robert, they, Robert,
0: no one, Robert, no one's going to debate you. You're kind of being Captain Obvious. We, we all understand that. But long term, even Seattle let Ichiro go. So it doesn't last forever. And what's happening with this guy in his prime is they're they're terrible. So here you are. we Oh, my God, what we're seeing, we've never seen it before. They're 33-and-a-half games out. Now, the good thing for the Angels, if you're an owner of the Angels, you're making a boatload of money. But once again, you're 33-and-a-half games out. And, you know, for me, when I look at Otani and we say, oh, he's, he's – he's, He's doing the job of two different guys. Yeah, I mean, if you have a full-time DH, most teams don't even have a full-time DH. Most teams have gone away from a full-time DH. Most teams are using the DH differently than that they used to. So it's. I mean, I think is. I think he's great. I think, like I said, I hope someday he does enough to get in the Baseball Hall of Fame because it's one of the greatest things ever. I just. I just think there's a lot of off time. There's a lot of innings he doesn't play that people don't talk about.
5: Do you think the Angels, whoever they sell to, you know, because Moreno's out of the picture now, um, do you think the new owners, if if it takes place in two years from now, maybe a year and a half now, you, you know, would they, would they just uh, keep him aboard? I don't know. No, but I'm, I'm asking you, if you were the guys that were buying, buying the Angels, would you invest in him in another extended contract, if you were buying the Angels?
0: you got to remember, if you're buying an organization, this is probably going to be $3 billion or more that you're going to spend. Not one player matters when you're purchasing something for $3 billion. And you're purchasing something for a long-term investment where he and Trout won't even be around long-term. Nobody lasts forever. So I, I, I think from a baseball, we get to be baseball nerds, and we think about this from a business standpoint, though. You're not buying the Angels because of one player. This is like gonna be like a three plus billion dollar decision. I gotta think if I'm buying the team though, I would like Otani to be there because he makes me a lot of money. But then again, I don't know what his I don't know what his longtime goals are. I don't know what he wants contract wise. He is a guy that's already had Tommy John surgery before and, you know, was out as a hit as out as a pitcher already for a full year. Um, You know, I don't know. I mean, am I going to sign him to a, a long-term contract into his 40s? No chance.
4: Mm.
5: I'd sign him for four years, and I would give him max, whatever the max is is uh, two years from now. That's what I would do.
0: Well, there, well, there is, is no th- max. There's no max in baseball.
5: <laughs> well, the rapidly is becoming one, even though it's not real. Uh, whatever judge gets will be the next you know max and then after that you can just start figuring out who's going to be going as a free agent you know it's just going to it's just going to keep i don't think it's going to start going down i just don't think think so uh because of all this you know this show is great because you can stream it i think i think the young people today if they do the changes that you and i know needs to be done to speed up the game there's still going to be a need for those superstars.
0: Well, the question for Otani and the question for Judge is what kind of contract do you want? Do you want highest annual value or do you want highest total? And to get highest total means you have to get past Trout And you're not going to get... I mean, if you're going to get that, that means they're now paying you well into your 40s. And if you want that, I would say as an owner, good riddance. That's me. We've already seen that the Albert Pujols, Miguel Cabrera-style deals are, are... They don't work. They flat out don't work. So if you're... I talked to Dave Stewart about this, and obviously Dave Stewart, having been a former GM, talked about, you know, for 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 Aaron Judge, at his age, what you want to do is offer him the highest annual and give it to him for like six years. Now, would Otani want that? If he did, great. If he doesn't, now you're getting into a territory. Well, how – I mean, we don't know what these guys want. If a guy wants a 10-year deal – you know now if a guy wants a 6 year deal and he wants to make 45 a year okay cuz the highest annual right now is 43 but it but that's on a I short deal, deal that that's a short term deal with Scherzer and that's kind of a special deal with Cone and the Mets so we just don't know we so that when you ask that question i i i don't know i don't know how wh- where is it going to where's it going to be per year where the owners go I'm not paying a guy $50 million a year. He's just not worth it.
5: I think it has to do with what we, I first said. What he's going to do as far as putting butts in the seat, seat and for how long. Pujols uh, was great initially when he was with the Angels because he put a lot of butts in the seat. As time went on, Moreno had to get other guys. So he had, he had the young guy, Trout, and he paid him for 10 years. I don't think Otani's going to get ten years. I think he's even going to want to maybe go back to Japan at some point ahead. But I think you could get him for five years with a max contract, even though there's no such thing in baseball. But it's going to be what the agent wants. That you know, and the same with Judge. If the let's say the Giants sign Judge, you know, Fresno kid, lo, fairly local, we want him. Giants want him, and the Giants are told by his agent i can't even remember who his agent is you know we want whatever 60 million over six years 360 million um they'll figure out a way to pay it you know i i think six years at the 60 year level but if he wants 10 years you're right it, it ain't gonna work
0: i know it, it the, these these you you have a lot of interesting contracts going on right now. You got Julio Rodriguez that has signed this contract that I don't know is it going to become the norm for young players to make this long-term commitment, but part of the contract is he has to perform. Uh then you got the Max Scherzer deal with the New York Mets. That's super high value for only 2 years and he's a pitcher, but yet you've got you know, not 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 every owner is going to act like Steve Cohen. So you got to find the right owner and the right opportunity. And a, a question that I have about Shohei Otani too is, knowing that Shohei Otani has built a little world for himself in Anaheim where he never speaks to the media, he doesn't do anything he doesn't want. He's kind of he's kind of running his show the way he wants to run it. I just wonder if let's just say he went to New York or he went somewhere else you can't do that you can't you can't you can't escape the scrutiny you can't escape the the people being around you and wanting and 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 wanting your attention and wanting to hear from you you just can't so in an environment like Anaheim, you can get away with a lot of stuff you can get away with a lot of stuff in Oakland you're not gonna get away with that and like if you, you know, if were talking about a huge contract, you're not going to get away from that in a New York or a Boston or anywhere in the Northeast.
5: Hey, one last question. Um, I loved how you brought up S- S- Soderstrom. What's his name, the kid from Turlock? What's his Ty- name? Tyler yeah.
0: Soderstrom.
5: I love the idea of bringing him up fairly quickly. Uh, because you know, let's face it—they got two catchers right now that are above average. It looks like uh, you know at the plate in Murphy and Langleyers. I think bringing him in, who's you know was a catcher, and he's now during the winter during the winter he's going to start practicing as a first baseman and maybe even third base. You know, Posey was a, a shortstop, went back behind the plate with the Giants. I. I think those three kids could be really special, and I hope the A's figure out a way to keep all three of them.
0: Which, which kids? Soderstrom, Langleyers, and who? Murphy. Oh, and keep Murphy.
5: I just think all three of them are good kids, and the local, you know, one's local from Turlock. I just, th- I just think. That's the kind of guys you want, even though they won't be Murphy'll be older at the point of the new stadium. I just think they're the kind of players the A's need to uh to hold on to because you're not you're not gonna get that much for Murphy, even though he certainly is tradable. Everybody's saying oh he's gonna be gone this winter. I don't think he's gonna be. I think Lang Lears is it's, it's it's pretty 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 damn good. But he's got to show another year, full year, at the plate to to force the A's to move Murphy off the, you know, as, as the catcher, the regular catcher for the A's. Because the two of them, I actually like the fact that when Murphy's sitting down after a, di- a night game the next day, they they kind of rotate, and I think that c- can continue next year because Lears has to learn how to handle a. Staff the way Murphy had to. He had to learn that. But Soderstrom, let's say he comes along, starts hitting the AAA in Vegas, bring him up, like you said a while ago bring him up, play him at first base, wherever. What do they got to lose anyway? But there are three guys that I think are capable, all three of them. If this kid hits, bring him up and have all three of them.
0: Yeah, appreciate the favorite. phone. Yeah, appreciate the phone call. That—that's where I keep saying, um, "Is it a problem?" You know, put it this way. Put it this way. I think having a bunch of guys that do the same thing, all coming up at the same time, is not a great problem. You—it's a great problem to have. Okay. Tell me how you're going to figure it out. Tell me how you're going to figure out and win games. That's what I want to know. Because essentially, you're starting to see a lot of the same things in the same players, right? And everybody keeps saying, well, you got the DH. Well, you don't want young players to DH. You don't want that to be a staple. Young players need to play in the field. So when they don't hit, they're still contributing in the field. DH is – if you're going to have someone DH a ton, you usually want to be an older player. So, yeah, Tyler Soderstrom is not going to want to catch. We've got to figure out where you're going to put him. It's like when I had Bill Moriarty on from, uh, uh, from Athletics Farm, and we keep talking, and everybody he keeps talking about, well, you know, he projects at a first baseman. Well, not everybody can play first. He said Jordan, Jordan Diaz. Well, probably first baseman. Well, Jermaine Garcia, first baseman. Tyler Soderstrom, first baseman. Langeliers. If you're going to keep Murph, where are you going to put him? Is he a first baseman. I mean, how many first basemen can you have? How many first baseman DHs can you have? You're going to have a team full of first base DH catchers. Somebody's got to play third. Somebody's got to play left. Somebody's got to play center, right, second. Nick Allen, probably your shortstop. You know. Jordan Diaz isn't the second baseman of the future. You've got a fine guy. Well, it could be Geloff, okay. Then maybe you got Geloff and you got Allen up the middle. Great. Who's playing third? Who's playing left? Who's playing right? What are you going to do with all these guys? If they can even hit at this level. So if you got a bunch of guys that do the same thing, ah, shut. I'll go along with it. I'll play the game and say, yes, it's a good problem to have. But I'll also be honest to say, I'll believe it's a good problem to have when you win with it. You know, we have a bunch of running backs, but we have no receivers. You're going to win with that? Oh, we have a bunch of receivers, but we have no running backs. Wait a minute. We've got receivers, we've got running backs, but we have no quarterback. How do you win in those scenarios? That's so why I love to bring up other sports because, it, you know, in baseball we can skew it in a lot of different ways. But you bring it up in other sports say, hey, I got receivers, no running backs. I got running backs, no receivers. Hell, I don't have a quarterback. How do you win doing it? Well, in training camp, head coach can spin it, and you can go through training camp and you can go through preseason games and they can spin it. And you go, oh, okay, that kind of makes sense. Then all of a sudden the season starts. You realize, man, we can't run the football. Or, man, our quarterback's got nobody to throw to. Or, hell, we don't even have a quarterback. Then you start seeing, okay, now when it's time to win games, now that's when your warts come out. And if there is any sport in the history of American professional sports that exposes decisions, exposes teams, it is baseball. Because it's played every day. It's played every day for months. And even the best teams, everybody's got some warts. Everybody's going to have something, but it exposes you badly day after day after day. That's what I'm saying. If you got a bunch of guys that kind of do the same thing, how are you going to make that work? What are you saying? You're going to have to trade some people and bring in other people? Yeah. But you, I know this. Robert Costa back here. Robert What's he said? You know what? We can talk. Pitch. How, how How you going to score runs? How how are you going to score runs? How, I mean, you got to prevent runs. That's with your defense and pitching. But how are you going to score runs? This is a really low scoring team. So you're going to go into spring training next year and we're going to play hard and grind and do all the A's Wait, But you're going to you're just going to look at math and go, how do you prevent runs? How do you score runs? Because that's how you compete. The number, 833-625-2278. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show.
2: With no fees or minimums and no overdraft fees, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Slash to be in your band.
0: Next up for lead guitar. You're in.
4: Cool. Yep, even easier than that. With no fees or minimums and no overdraft fees, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. Progressive Snapshot can save you money based on how you drive and how much you drive. So the safer you drive, the more money you could save. Now, if you didn't hear that because you were laying on the horn while driving, let me say it again. Are you a race car driver? Because if you are, you're in the wrong car and you took a wrong turn off the track a while ago. And all those cars you're trying to pass all save money with Progressive Snapshot. while you probably don't. So, who's really winning? <clears throat> and if you did hear it the first time nice work you'd love snapshot from progressive because it rewards safe drivers progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates snapshot not available in California and North Carolina or from all agents
0: looking to stay up to date on all things A's head over to athletics.com slash A's that's athletics.com slash A's to listen to A's baseball and full 24 7 coverage of the A's only on A'scast with a single click you can stream great shows, live pre and post game coverage, and of course, all the great action of the A's this season. Head to athletics.com slash today.
4: Some things just go together. Peanut butter and jelly, cookies and milk, Oakland and Kaiser Permanente. If that last one caught you off guard, it shouldn't because Kaiser Permanente has been helping keep Oakland healthy since our very beginning. And as the official healthcare partner of the Oakland A's, that won't be changing anytime soon. Whatever you may need, you can trust Kaiser Permanente to help keep you feeling your best. Kaiser Permanente. Thrive. Visit kp.org today.
2: Attention, do you suffer from severe fried chicken-related cravings? If so, Kentucky Fried Chicken's $6 two-piece drum and thigh combo may be right for you. The combo contains tasty chicken, creamy mashed potatoes, a flaky biscuit, and an ice-cold drink. Side effects may include more money in your wallet, happiness, and the urge to lick your fingers. Order KFC's two-piece drum and thigh combo in the KFC app for just $6. That's finger licking good. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Tax extra. Oh, 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 It's
1: Superstart Battery Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Get up to a $25 gift card after a mail-in rebate with the purchase of select Superstart Batteries. For power, performance, and reliability, choose Superstart Batteries. We also have battery solutions for many hybrid and electric vehicles. Stop by your local O'Reilly Auto Parts today.
2: Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts.
0: left, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Number
2: 61, he ties Roger Maris for the American League single season record with 61 home runs. It's a two-run Judgey and blast. Here comes the Judge, a two-run blast. And the Yankees take a 5-3 lead on number 61 for Judge.
0: And the entire Yankee team is out on the field. They are hugging him one by one. Patty Judge is standing behind the Yankee dugout. She got a big smile on her face. And the Yankee team outside the dugout, everyone hugging him. Garrett Cole now hugging him. Aaron Boone, one of the first people out there. A beautiful, beautiful moment
4: for this guy.
6: I think it means a lot, and it's not just for me. I think it means a lot for a lot of people, you know, that uh, he's clean. He's a Yankee. He plays the game the right way. And, uh, you know, I think it gives people a chance to look at somebody who. Uh you know, should be revered for hitting 62 home runs and not just as a, a guy who did it in the American League. He should be revered for you know, being the actual single-season home run champ. I mean, that's really who he is if he hits 62, and, uh, and I think that's what needs to happen. I think baseball needs to look
2: at the records, and I think baseball should do something. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show.
0: Wow, Roger Maris Jr. Shots fired. Love it. And we'll use that as the scoreboard brought to you by Mechanics Bank. The Yankees would beat the Blue Jays 8-3. to How about this? Twins eliminated tonight. White Sox eliminated tonight. Remember, everybody had the White Sox win in the Central, no problem. They were the team that beat the American League at one point, according to everybody in the preseason. Let's go to Greg and Slow. Greg, you are on the A's Clubhouse show.
1: Tony, what's cracking, brother? Great show tonight, man. I, I really enjoy when uh, Robert from Portland calls. He's, I, I like his insight, and I think you guys got a good, uh, a good back and forth. And uh, just uh, a, a lot happier with the show than I was the A's performance tonight. Let's just say that.
0: What you didn't like a four to one game that was three hours and twenty four minutes? How huh. dare you!
3: This is Chris Townsend six kind pitchers. of a game tonight.
1: <laughs> I mean, six pitchers. It's just like, oh the law firm. I mean, and and it's just, it's, it's really hard to watch when the A's don't hit. And, you know, I mean, I guess you could say they didn't pitch that bad, you know, I mean, I I would have liked to see Martinez maybe get a little more than four, you know, (laughs) four, 4.2 innings, but you know, this is, this is the world we live in the, the world that Townie loves the pitching world that Townie loves. It is what it is.
0: I don't even, it's too late for me to get started on this. Yeah. So just, no, we won't, we won't
1: go there. I, you know, what I wanted to touch on was what you guys were talking about with, with these, these big contracts and, you know, the Otani, you know, kind of situation and, and the judge situation. Um, I agree. I think when a guy's in their thirties, you can't give him 10 year deals. I, I just think that's, that's just so much. I'm not against 10 year deals of a guy's in his early twenties, you know, the Rodriguez deal, you know, I, I think that, you know, the, the Tatis junior, you know, I don't mind those deals as much. Um, they're all gambles. I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, no one, you can't, no one's got the crystal ball. You got to go on what you see. And, you know, the sample size means a lot, but you know, the, the, the huge deals when guys are in their thirties, that's, that's a sketchy situation because you know, you're paying a guy when he's 38, 39. I mean, that's, that's typically not when guys are putting up numbers. So I think the Otani situation is a little bit tricky just for the simple fact that you kind of what you touched on was he's kind of got his niche now in Anaheim. And, um, you know, a six-year deal, I don't think that's that's anything crazy. I would prefer more of a four- or five-year deal if I'm a GM. But can you imagine if Otani was in New York? I mean, I don't know how he'd perform there under the bright lights. But can you imagine? I mean, the, the Yankees or the Mets would hand him a blank check, Townie. I mean, they, can you imagine? I mean, it's it's the media capital of the world. Tony! Ota, well, the... Yeah, the Yankees. Come on, have man! Been... The, 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 you're talking the Yan- about the whole Japanese thing, Tony. The, the Yankees, whole Japanese thing Yankees, in New York.
0: Yankees haven't been handing out these checks. This this new version of the Steinbrenners. Now, Steve Cohen, with the Mets, sixteen billion hedge fund guy. All right, Yankees. They haven't been doing that. So, I mean, they. They already turned down Judge. Now we're going to see what happens with Judge. But the whole blank check, we're going to give you what what, what you want, that has not been their M.O. lately.
1: Yeah, but that kind of goes to my next point, and that's Aaron Judge. They're really up against it now because, you know, Cohen's made no qualms about it. He wants Judge. So the Yankees not only got to figure out what are we going to pay Judge if we don't pay him and the Mets snag him, I mean, they will burn the new Steinbrenners down. Can you imagine if Judge goes to the Mets? I mean, that is, that is one way to put the Mets not only on the map. That's one way to really stick it to the Yankees. So no the Yankees kind of got a tricky situation with Judge. I mean, I don't believe in the whole Giants thing. He ain't going to the Giants. I, I, I think I he likes think so New York. I, I, think... I, 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 just, I just don't see it. I don't see it happening. He likes the bright lights in New York. He's proven he can play there. God, he's got 61 home runs. He's had an incredible year. So he can play in New York. Now will it be with the Mets or the Yankees? The Yankees really. This is a different situation than years past, and I, I think that it's not only we want to keep a superstar, we want to keep a superstar from not going to the rival, you know, town team. So that that's that's a different situation all in, in and of itself. But you know, I, I think when it, when we're talking about the A's town, it, it, baseball's made itself very clear. The international draft. Is super important now. You have gotta be players in that international draft. That means so much. And you and, and, and you gotta pay guys. And I know we can't even go there and think about that until we get the stadium situation solved. And and, and my and my hope is one way or the other that we can we you know, we could have gave Matt Olson that kind of deal. You know, Matt Olson didn't break the bank. I mean, of course he got a lot of money by average Joe standards, but 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 the, but a Matt Olson deal, the the A's, the A's can do something like that. You know what I mean? Maybe not right now. Obviously, you know we got bigger fish to fry with the stadium. I get all that, but the A's could lock up a Matt Olson, and, and and I and I think that you know that's that's just what I I pray for and I hope for when all this stuff you know when the, when the smoke clears and we finally got the direction we're out of the desert. That's my hope because y- you got to pay your guys. You got to you, know, you draft the guy, you develop him. He's great. You can't just let him go. In today's game, we all know it. You got to pay superstar especially guys that are that, that you've developed you know that you know Chapman was our guy Olson was our guy you got to pay these guys and you got to be good in the international draft i mean you just that, that's that's become a really you know a huge tool for 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 gms
0: well we don't have a draft yet internationally we have international draft money but that's what they want right. to do they want to get to an international draft and let me tell you who is really smart you, you know, the past, you know, X amount of years, the rule continues to change. But back in the day, what the Astros did, the Astros back in the day went out and just took a bunch of guys and gave them anywhere between $75,000 and hundred grand. and they, paged a, they paid a bunch of them and said, you know what, we just need two or three of them to work out, so just pay a bunch of them, versus going in, looking at a 16-year-old saying, I'm going to give you 3000000 million, I'm going to give you $5 million. That's not, not what the Astros went and said, I'm just going to carpet bomb it and pay a bunch of dudes. And next thing you know, you get like a Framber Valdez. I mean, that was actually really smart. We didn't overpay. We just went and gave a bunch of guys money and see which ones work out. Versus like what we did gave Robert Poisson 5.1, and he's going to be nowhere to be found. So it's the international, you know, whether it gets to a draft, you know, the Players Union doesn't want to get to a draft because they still want you to spend millions of dollars on a 16-year-old, but hopefully someday. But, yeah, you got to hit on your young guys. You got to hit, you know where's you know you need first rounders second rounders third rounders fourth rounders fifth rounders my god you need to hit guys in the 10th round 11th you have to produce guys from your draft you have to and you got to produce guys from your international signings
1: i i i think it's going to go the draft route i mean i I think you make a good point obviously the the players union is all about big dough and you know so are the owners for that matter but I, i think i think that's you know you just you just see so many of these studs coming 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 in now that that are that are international money guys and you know I think that's something that you know we can all agree on that the A's not only that but the draft in, in itself the A's haven't they haven't drafted real great in the last I wouldn't don't say they've drafted the the worst they're not the worst but they're you know definitely not the best I think they're probably maybe somewhere in the middle maybe you can make an argument they're more bottom but you know it's just you you look at offense I mean God it's it's you know who can hit <laughs> it's like you know, I, I, you look at this Rodriguez kid. I wasn't mad at the Mariners for giving him a 14-year incentive-laden deal. I, I, I didn't think that was a bad deal. I mean, he's just a kid. He's just a kid. And I know it's all a gamble, but from what I've seen of that kid, I, even with Tatis Jr., leave the whole steroid thing out of it. I didn't think that was a bad deal, Townie, by the Padres. I did not hate that deal. I know your take might be a little bit different, but, you know, his injuries, that's a little bit of a concern. But when he, when he's healthy and he's so young, I didn't hate the Tatis Jr. deal.
0: Ah, Just so many of these big contracts, and I mean, if we actually went and broke them all down, the majority of them don't work. They just don't. You're dealing with human beings, and you're asking human beings to play at the highest level for a long time. I mean, a long time. And it just, that's injuries, that's pressure, it's all the different things, and the millions upon millions of dollars that you give certain guys. It's just, man, but don't they're huge. different
1: with younger guys now. I'm not talking about the pool holes deal. I'm talking more these, these, these super, you know, again, the international kind of deal. Don't you think kind of the, the, the route that baseball seems to be going? that you lock up a young guy, you know, a, a, a Jordan Alvarez, you, you you get a guy at 23 or 24 and, 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 you know, a 10 year deal. I ain't that bad. I mean, he, he, his contract's up when he's 33, 34, you know, obviously if his contract's up when he's 40, you know, I'm not talking about that. I'm just think I'm, I'm just kind of, you know, it, it, it's different than, you know, I'm not a big fan of long-term deals. So again, for guys are in their thirties, but I think when a guy's young, you know, they're, they're, we're seeing so many young superstars now. Tally. We talk about how they're just scattered all over baseball. That We're not waiting for five or six years in the minors anymore. If you can play, boom, we'll bring you up at 21-22. So if, well, if y- you know at 21 what?
0: Or- he, let, let, let's be fair. He, here's what we don't know. We don't know what each team is really willing to spend. And we don't know what they're – because it's like anything else. They have a finance department. The finance department looks at what you make. The finance department hands numbers over to the baseball department. Like, people don't think these businesses are run like businesses, and I I try to explain this on a nightly basis, but these are run like businesses. They know what the projections are. Just like every business has projections now for 2023 – what are you going to spend on employees? What are you going to spend on, on on how are you going to promote your business? I mean, it's like it's like whatever business you're in, you look to the future and you're going to hand so baseball teams, NFL teams, NBA to everybody, they look at what they think they're going to make and then they're going to hand over cuz the people who run the players, you know what, the front offices, whether it's in football or basketball or baseball They don't decide on how much money you can spend. The owners and the finance department tell you what you can spend. So I don't think people realize that. Like they go, "Well, Billy Bean didn't do that." You think Billy Bean? Billy Bean does not have a blank check and can do whatever. And there's not one GM in baseball that has a blank check and can spend whatever he wants. That's not how it works. No. no. The owner, right. no, the owner, the COO, the finance people, they tell you what you can spend. Now if we knew what that number was, wouldn't it be more interesting as fans to be like, well, if I know, let's just say I can only spend a hundred million. Like we know that we can spend we'll be comfortable with a hundred million. Maybe if we're good, we can go a little over a hundred million. I'm just using a hundred million because it's easy for everybody to process, right? So just think you got a hundred million you can spend, and you know at the trading deadline, if the team is good, I maybe can go over a hundred million a little bit to help the team out, but a hundred million is where I live. Now, if you knew that. And you want to put a team together as a fan, you would now know, well, yeah, I'm not going to spend $43 million on Max Scherzer when I only have $100 million to spend. That would be bad right. business, right? But we right. don't know that, so we want to play this fantasy game. Like, oh, my God, I'd spend – I would – pay him and pay him and pay him well that's not how it works so if you knew like a fantasy game but we're talking real life I only got a hundred million to spend I'm going to try and get the best 26 players now that I can for that hundred million so I might say I love Shohei Otani great but I can't afford him I'm not buying him I'm buying somebody else
1: it makes sense, and I think that's part of the shock when you, when you look at a team like, you know, for example, the Mariners, who went out and got a Robbie Ray who just gave Rodriguez this crazy contract, the Padres. I mean, the Padres are just giving out money, like, and, and, I, and I, don't, I don't consider the Mariners or the Padres like a, you know, like a, a big market team, you know, so, it's, so I, I think part of kind of what you're saying is there is a lot of shock when, when a team like the Mariners, you know, the Mariners haven't been in the playoffs in the last 20 years, so that's obviously getting to them. I get all that. But but a team like the Padres, you know, went out and got a Juan Soto. I mean, there there it, it just seems like you know money, real money, has to be spent to to, to compete. You know, again, if you got a hundred million bucks to spend, you know, you got to be a Billy Bean. You got to be an ace, a great ace front office, and be tricky and pull rabbits out of the hat and find the scrap heap guys because a hundred million ain't a whole lot of money. But it's just kind of a shock to see a team like the Mariners or, or a team like the Padres just open up the checkbook the way they have in the last couple of years and. You know, it just seems like that's that's the road we're going down.
0: And then what you see from there is okay, now what happens? Because you're still gonna have three hundred million that you're spending over time on Manny Machado. You you had a hundred and forty something million invested in Hosmer. You got the Red Sox to take Hosmer, but you're paying most of that loot right there. You've got Fernando Tatis, who you're locked into, and my God, this kid's a zoo. And now Juan Soto's <laughs> going to want $500 million. Yeah, it's going to be in, like like everybody can be like, Padres are all in. This is great. Okay, well, let's see how it plays out. Let's see how this works long term. You know, we've seen teams put the Texas Rangers Texas Rangers went all in, spent guaranteed half a billion dollars on two players. You know what happened? Their president of baseball operations got fired, and their manager got fired. So it may look all great in the offseason. It may look all great now in San Diego. Hey, let me tell you something. San Diego gets, gets bounced in the first round. A.J. Preller, their GM, good chance he's fired. So these decisions are big money, big boy decisions. Let's just see how they play out because there's there's people in the industry scratching their head going, yeah, San Diego's all in, and that's interesting, but how are they going to really make this work and how much money are are they really making? It's a big gamble. And, fa- and by I the way, fa- fans love gambles. We all love gambles when they work. Oh, boy, do we complain when they don't. <laughs>
1: Yeah, the Hosmer deal looks like a real big head scratcher now, doesn't it? I think they, uh, they might have they overpaid him a little bit. But I don't know. I just, I just see the top teams now. That you, know, you get your Dodgers and your Yankees and your Mets, and they, and they open up the checkbook. I hate to say but, that. But, but, but wait a minute, like, wait oh, a minute, wait a minute.
0: Wait, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Who really have the Dodgers opened up the checkbook for?
1: Well, Mookie got
0: paid. Mookie. Um, All right. You got one out of your 26.
1: What about what about Bellinger? Were they get they get Bellinger a bunch of money? Nope. No, they didn't get Bellinger. Well, why is their payroll so high?
0: Well, they've been smart, and when they've opened up the checkbook, as you like to say, they'll pay a guy like right now. They're they they they're, they're, they're going to pay Kershaw, but that's that's his deal's up again. The only right. long term now they got Bauer off the books, but the only long term deal is is mookie that's been the whole thing about the l a dodgers that's so incredible is that they haven't i'm gonna go to their uh so let me they
1: turner Turner got a decent deal
0: Turner got a little bit of money but it's not it's not, let me see justin Turner i'll it's tell not you crazy he's got two years thirty four million left yeah they the only big money thing they still got twelve years. And over three hundred million on Mookie Betts. Everybody else is. Look at these deals. Chris Taylor just got four years, sixty. That's not crazy. Turner's got two years, thirty-four. Muncy's got three years, twenty-six. Trey Turner is at the end of his deal, one year, twenty-one. It's, I mean, they have so many one-year, two-year deals. The only guy that's got this super long-term uh, contract is Mookie Betts. So. He's been the one guy they traded for, they paid for. Everybody else, not so much.
1: I think they're going to pay for Turner. I, I think Turner's going to get a big deal. He's a stud. I, I think I, I, if it's not the Dodgers, obviously somebody will. But I like somebody the Justin will. Turner deal. I think I think they stole that. I like it's, Justin Turner. That's a great deal.
0: It's hard to believe they're still paying. Ju- they still playing David Price. That was end up being a bad deal back in the day, but they had to take him on. Oh, oh I forgot they're paying Freddie Freeman. And that's a that's oh, yeah, a brand
1: pretty, pretty but that's a brand like new contract.
0: Lunchroom. I mean that's a big, right. I want you to think about this. The Dodgers have what? They've been in the playoffs ten straight years? So all these years they haven't been paying crazy loot to everybody. That's now one thing that, that really well. and Andrew Friedman's been very smart with how the Dodgers have Kentucky, have have conducted their business. Even the Bauer deal wasn't this huge deal. Now they're gonna have that off the books with, with his situation but they they've paid i mean you got to pay some guys but the whole i mean san diego i mean they've got two three hundred million dollar contracts and juan soto's coming up for free agency the dodgers haven't put themselves in that type of position they've been very actually fiscally smart
1: so your your point with the dodgers compared to the podgers is they spread it around a lot better it's not you know like you said two three hundred million dollar deals i mean that's that I, I agree with you there. That That's a little much. But, you know, you talk about Cone and the Mets. I mean, the way that guy's you know, showing that he's willing to throw money around. I mean, that whole judge situation,
0: that's going to be well, a fun let's, one to watch. Hey, hey, you know what? That's let, going to be a let, fun one to watch. Let's see. Because the one guy who's signed the long-term deal is Lindor. Let's see what happens with DeGrom. They gave Scherzer big money, but that was just two years. Right. You know, they've got Lindor on for this long-term contract. Uh, Cohen didn't sign that. I don't think no, he did. No, that was a
1: bad deal. I, but I, let's I never see. liked that Let, Let's deal. see
0: now. Will, will they go after Judge? Let's just see. I mean, I, I'm not a huge oh, they're fan. They're going
1: after Judge. They're going after Judge. Believe that. You know they are.
0: Yeah. Goodness gracious! I think it's going to be fa- yeah, I think giant giant fans are just kidding themselves. I mean, if you're going to leave New York to come to San Francisco where no one's going to watch your no games. Way. I mean, no it's crazy. Way. But but that will be that the 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 going to the Mets will be oh. I mean, I I don't know personally if you would want to deal with that kind of hassle in your life. Cool. The I don't. I New just, York.
1: Who's it, who's it going to be?
0: I mean, the the fact that the Yankees are going to give him three hundred million, they'll do it for X amount of year, Just sign the deal. It's more money than you'll ever need. You retire a Yankee, they give you a plaque out in Monument Park. I just, just if Aaron Judge is to stay in New York and sign with the Mets, the drama that will be throughout the rest <laughs> of your career is really not worth it. The heartache is really not worth it.
1: Yeah, but don't you think deep down Judge feels a little burned by them? He, he's got to be. We're all like you said. We're all human beings. Don't you got to feel like, look, I Derek Jeter talked about it. Judge gambled on himself and he won. With the year he had, he won.
0: What,
4: so that's got to be.
0: What, what, what
1: have you won? A, 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 the, the biggest contract probably in baseball history at the end of the season. Where are you gonna go? <laughs> You, you, you want to say Let's let's go on and out. I don't want to make a bet because you know I don't want to take your money like I did with the uh, with the uh, what's his name, the uh, Sheldon Noisy deal. I don't I don't want to I don't want to hurt your feelings like that. I'm going to say he's going to go to the Mets.
0: Now you're going to just go to the Mets and you're going to deal with that heartache when for the rest of your life, and then after you're gone. And your kids, your grandkids, and your great grandkids can all go to Yankee Stadium and see your monument at Monument Park next to Babe Ruth, Lou Gehrig, Derek Jeter. You're gonna give up that. I want sit down Hello. with yourself. Go look at your here, here here's your <laughs> I gotta get out of here. But here is yeah. your uh, here is your uh, here's your homework assignment. I want you to go in and look yourself in the mirror. And be Aaron Judge and say, "Am I really going to leave my my legacy in this game as a New York Yankee with the greatest of the greats? I'm going to get my 300 million. I'm going to get paid. But are you really? Are you really going to give all of that up to go over to the Mets?
1: If it's an extra one of its 500 million. You never know with this Cohen character.
0: Are you going to give all that up?"
1: I don't know thank God I don't have to make that decision well see thank that, that that's why that <laughs> that's what
0: I don't think people I don't think people look at it logically like when, when you when you really look at it what are you gonna re- take more money to go play in San Francisco when no one's paying attention are you no. really gonna I mean no okay so then you're gonna go to New York and have to deal with death threats I mean you got to realize if you leave the Mets for the Yankees, The type he's gonna have to have security around him. He's got I mean, there's so much that goes on. You just think about dollars and cents. I think about the reality he'll have to live in. I rather not have to deal with all that. Just take the money from the Yankees, get the monument in Monument Park, go to Yankee Stadium for the rest of my life and be adored. I think it's kind of a no brainer. But I gotta go. I can't be here all night long. (laughs) Get out of here, Greg. I I gotta go. Get out of here. Get out of here. Hang up on him. I got to get out of here. All right. What's on deck? Presented by Ashby Lumber. Ashley Ashby Lumber for all your building and remodeling needs. Learn more more at ashbylumber.com. All righty. We are back at it tomorrow, 4 o'clock. A's cast live. We will be on the air, A's Total Access, getting you ready for this game. That will be at 538, and then first pitch will be at 638, and it is going to be Cole Irvin up against Shohei Otani. A's with the loss to the Angels, 4-1. We'll see everybody tomorrow at 4 o'clock for A's Cast Live. Have a great evening, everybody.
4: Ray Maliazzi here for eBay Motors. Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. If you have a small business, Staples has your sign. Banners for my bakery? Staples has your sign.
1: Oh, posters for my new pet store.
4: Floor decals for pharmacy. Every day, Staples Associates help every kind of small business create bold signs to make big impressions. And now get $10 off custom signs, banners, and posters when you spend $50 or more. This is your sign. So print it big at Staples. I'm 10 101. Visit staplesconnect.com slash this is your sign for details. Never. The roar of our engines, the pump of our heartbeats, the pedal to our metal, the sparks that ignite us, the pistons that push us, the passions that drive us from the feelings that move us to the places that pull us on the roads that unite us. With nearly 6,000 stores and over 17,000 auto care centers, NAPA has America's largest network of parts and care here to keep you firing on all cylinders. How do you make the most of your land?
2: This has been the A's Clubhouse
3: Show. Murphy, it's a high fly ball, right center, straw going back, deep in the alley, he'll turn and
2: watch it fly. One swing of the bat, shoots the A's in front in the bottom of the first. On, hit in the air, right field, hit well, back on it is Cabrera, at the wall, it's gone, Steven.
4: Be sure to visit athletics.com slash A's cast for exclusive content, including pre and post game for every game.
2: Two, two pitch swing and a miss blew it by him at 95 and Zach Jackson strikes out the side.
4: Thank you for joining this exclusive presentation of A's baseball.